So I have come to a decision. Now the next time we're doing a watch long and it goes to penalties and either of any of us have stake in the goddamn penalty shootout, I am ending the stream then and there. Welcome to episode twenty-five of Who Scored Again. I am your host Abin. All three co-hosts are back for the final podcast of the season. We made it through an entire season. I mean, technically three-fourths of a season, but twenty-five episodes later, we are here. discussing the aftermath of what can only be described as a really bizarre final in the Euro 2020 tournament we'll also talk about the copa america final and we'll touch upon that a little bit i think only sid was the brave one who woke up in the morning to catch it so we'll get all his thoughts and uh, opinions on that uh, so i i think what we'll do it with regards to the euro final is we'll talk about Italy first. We'll talk about what they did right and how great a job Mancini has done with that team, and then we'll shift focus on to England and possibly the repercussions of this result on the national team. It's coming to Rome. It's coming. Rome is what's the is what's I mean, been drinking yeah. around across yep. all social media platforms. Uh, if for those living under a rock, it's a play on the English. song that became famous called it's coming home which was banned about everywhere as england made their way to the first final in 55 years so important was this moment that even the queen reached out and said hey best of luck and the queen doesn't usually give two hoots about sporting events so uh, <laughs> you could tell just how historic a day this was for the english national team and to begin with they didn't really disappoint because under 3 minutes England were a were a goal up. Luke Shaw with a thunderbolt at the back at the back post from a great cross by Kieran Trippier, and England looked to have that game in control in the first half. But things, I think, the Italians figured out the chink in the armor, and then they went to a back three themselves and matched up the English team and rest and wrestled control back from uh, back from England. And after that, it was just. A case of who blinks first, and ne- neither one did. Even though Italy had the superior possession and uh, shot stats. Yeah, I think actually um, e- England were the better team, man for man. And uh, Italy, at least the first half, they looked terrible. Like they looked absolutely clueless and terrible. Uh, that goal that Italy scored was just. Some set piece, pinball, something like no one knew how or why it went in, but it went in. And Italy were able to hang on till till penalties, and and of course Donnarumma in penalties, like probably one of the most unbeatable goal goalkeepers after Neuer, or maybe the next Neuer, I would say. Hmm. England in the first half had Italy. uh running all over the place i think the italian midfield was outrun completely in the first half they didn't have a clue jorginho who's usually uh the one dictating the game had the game dictated by rice the first half i think uh i think the way uh, uh gareth uh, southgate set up the team in the, uh, in the first half with the uh, five at the back or three at the back however you want to call it with the wing backs i think it it within the second minute itself it proved to be the right decision when the, uh, the assist and the goal uh, goal came from the wing backs uh, but and but the moment mancini brought uh, brought out uh, barella is it i think he brought out barella for uh, who came uh, on cristante cristante uh cristante and yeah. the moment he did that and he switched yeah. And he switched, and he bought out Immobile, and he got in Bernardeschi. I think. Or, or, yeah, I think he got Berardi. 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 Ah, uh, Berardi. He got Berardi. And then and the moment yes. he did that, and he switched to a back five, England did not have an answer. From then on, the entire time until 120th minute, I think it was Italy all the way. Uh, contrary to what Dort said, Italy hung on. I think England hung on for the draw more than Italy hung on for the draw because the Italian side seemed like they they were the one who would. who could have possibly scored rather than the english so from whatever the that substitute that substitution and the tactical change that mancini made mid game in uh, i think about 10 minutes after the start of the second half i think that 
completely changed the game for Italy. And from then on, it was just Italy in the ascendancy and England going the other way. And I think I think that is where, in my personal opinion, I think until Gareth Southgate acquire, either acquires that tactical nows through, I don't know, uh, through repetition and, and you know, sort of understanding how other teams play or England change a manager with that amount of tactical nows. Like, Mancini is a real manager. I'm not saying Gareth Southgate isn't, but Mancini's got those tactical nows that I'm sure Gareth Southgate doesn't have. Uh, and that only might come with experience. And if Gareth Southgate is willing to learn, until then, I don't see England actually winning a major tournament because you need somebody with tactical nows to win a major tournament. And I know I know we said we'll start with Italy, but uh, I, I just think th- the job that Mancini has done with, with Italy after they failed to qualify for the 2018 World Cup has been something has has been something just short of a miracle. Like he's, they've gone 34 games unbeaten. Just think about it. and they've if you count penalties and extra time they've won they have won 50, the their last 15 games if uh, including penalties and extra time. So that takes some doing. Like. Let's put that into perspective. Like 34 games unbeaten, unbeaten, and 15 wins in a row. So, yeah. So I mean, yeah. if you if you actually just think about it, especially the second half, even when the Italians had control of the game, they weren't really threatening. And I kind of agree with Tushar, and I agree with you, Sid. It's just that the the goal comes from just like Mason Mount loses mm. his man, uh, and then it cannons off. John Stones, Pickford makes a great save, and I think a little more. If it was, if he got a little more on it, it wouldn't have bounced off the post. So it like he makes the save, it ricochets off the post and falls very kindly to Bonacci, who slots it in. Until then, I the Italians had no clear cut chances. They had just one tactic of switching it out to Kiesa. They would hold the ball midfield, release Kiesa or. Um, uh, or Baradi on either wing, and they would attempt to cut in and curl one in the bottom corner on the top corner. And, and repeat sorry, Baradi didn't uh, start the game. No, but on the, in the second half, is what I'm talking about. On the second half, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. like that, that, that was the one thing they kept. Even Insigne, Insigne was largely crowded out because he wasn't, he, he wasn't able to get through Maguire and, and Stones. And I, I, and at the moment it went one-one. I think the Italians were comfortable with it going to pens because. Realistically, they knew that if they took their English side to pens, they would end up coming out champions because there's a there's a really interesting stat that's been floating mm-hmm. around the internet as to just how many pens the uh, starting 11 has taken for the English national team. Out of which only two of the players fe- who featured have taken pens in double figures. That is Harry Kane and Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford has taken 14 penalties in his entire career. Mm-hmm. Kane has taken about 40 plus. Besides that, everyone else has either taken a max of three or four penalties. Like the experience, I think that's when you needed the old, ex- you needed someone with experience uh, to come through. And I've seen arguments being made for James Milner to have just been brought on and kept as a uh, as a penalty expert. Because James Milner hasn't missed a penalty in like four to five years or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I add so, one thing uh, yeah. to what you said, Akshay, just before that? Okay. You said... Yeah, you said you, 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 you uh, Bin said that Italy didn't threaten. Do you really think the England team threatened Italy? There is a stat that Ooh. I read. England had two shots on target in 120 minutes. So no, effectively, wh- one of the shots on target was the goal, which was in the second minute. So in 118 minutes of football, leaving the extra, the additional time in all of the four halves, they've had one shot on target. No, I know, but I agree. So, but in spite of in spite of that, like, do you remember one moment in the game where Italy were in the box and it was pure panic stations? No, I, I remember only two. One was the Chiesa's chance, which he shot of shot wide. Yeah, shot wide. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure if it was, yeah. was on goal, uh, Pickford's not stopping that. Hmm. Yeah, that that was in the and first in the half. Last, right? I think it was the last. Yeah, that was in the first half, and then the last hmm. three minutes or something. Bellotti made a great save. Bello- right? Be- yeah, yeah, Bello- yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, those are the two correct. Yeah, Bellotti shot. Yeah. So those are mm-hmm. the only two that I can clear cut remember. I'm not saying that Italy were threatening. I'm just saying they were the better side 
of the two once the tactical switch was made hmm i i, I agree because yeah. i feel uh, southgate maybe there's some sort of tactical naivety attached to it he he tried to like pull off a tushil cuz tushil did something very similar in the champions league final right cuz they went ahead and barring the pulisic chance which we all thought was in when uh, when he broke through on goal uh, chelsea didn't really threaten but defensively they shut them down city had all the ball they were moving it uh, from front to back side to side they were just unable to get behind the uh, uh, behind the chelsea defense and just by maybe some good fortune for the italians they b- pushed hard enough to break down the door and they managed to squeak something in now i feel the moment that tactical switch happened southgate should have acted uh, and by which i mean he should have bought grealish on then cuz if you like you saw sterling was sterling was largely ineffective in that game but whenever he started making runs towards the center backs i.e. kielini and bonucci they both were visibly um, disturbed like it, it was he was causing them a lot of problems every time he got in the box cuz there was even a, a half chance of a pen when Kelly and Bonucci attempted to uh, drag Sterling back in the box. So I I think Kane uh, especially like Kane had Kelly by the balls in the first half cuz he kept taking him out wide when in in the old in the old setup and and which was leaving those spaces for Sterling to run into. Um I I think England um, maybe shat I mean Southgate definitely shat the bed because early substitutions bringing on a sancho bringing on a rashford maybe 75 minutes into the game would have kept their would have made them warm because when he when he did bring them on he brought them on for a minute and a half and they hadn't even warmed up properly hadn't gotten a feel of the ball a lot of the uh, analysts and the and the expert ballers say mm. you need about a good 5 to 10 minutes to just like pick, get into the rhythm of the game like have a feel of what the ball's like get correct, correct. Uh, warm your uh, warm your feet yeah. warm your muscles bringing in two players entirely cold is a very risky factor and i think what southgate has been doing throughout the tournament he's been, he's been playing a game of margins where it's just it, it's a, it, it's high risk high reward essentially um and yeah and i think finally it got to a point where he met a team that was capable of negating everything that they were throwing at them or rather like <laughs> that were comfortable with what he was attempting to do and saw them out to a position of power where uh, they had the upper hand yeah One so thing, i think uh, uh, i think that that henderson for uh, for rice substitution it really baffled me i mean at that point i feel like if you're taken off tripia broughton's uh, broughton uh i mean sorry broughton grealish and played a 433 at that point i feel like england would have pretty much nullified anything that because then they would have had a uh, they would have had the midfield advantage i don't even and think that he had to bring, he had to bring off trippier because trippier is pretty good at pens if i'm not mistaken he needed to take off mount because mount was good in the first half but he was pretty bad in the second Like, okay fine but you take off mount you'll have to bring in a midfielder then who are you going to bring in because mount was playing in a midfield 3 he was not playing mm. up front i don't think he was playing up front no i like uh, actually if you use. look at what mount did in the first half was uh sterling kept dropping to center forward basically or like striker yeah. position yeah. uh kane kane kept dropping deep in where mount should actually technically be so mount had to keep going to that wing position and and draw a defender or player with him and he was effective in the first half so he kept jorginho in check and he pretty much negated jorginho's role yeah he did, uh, he did. I, guess, i guess he knows how to play against him as well right because he yeah, played he, so much with him is. so i'm sure he knew what like how he could negate whatever he came at yeah right. so that, that's all so yeah. italy had no distribution in that first half because jorginho was basically negated out and mm-hmm. on the other side where they didn't have spinozola uh, emerson like half the time you give the ball emerson and he give it off to england like as he is an england player or something and uh, <laughs> pretty much waste waste on the left um yeah but but like i said i don't think either team really did much they were both being very safe 
didn't really have great chances or anything. Uh, Italy just dragged it out to pens and won it. That's basically it. I think yeah. England could have won it in normal time or even in extra time if they had made some aggressive attacking changes, yeah. like yeah. Sancho Grealish. Like Correct. they should have killed the game off. Like they England should have known. Don't take it to pens. Like. Like, come on! Like England losing in pens is the oldest script in the book. Like, I'm no one surprised by that. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so when the second half started, I was pretty sure that whichever manager made the best, better that's, tactical change was going to win yeah. the game, and that's the, basically what happened. Manchini yeah. was a tactical master, mastermind in this game. Absolutely and agree. Yeah, I think yeah. The whichever one was, it was a stick or twist. I uh, Mancini chose to twist. Gareth Southgate chose to stick, and I think that at the end of the day, that cost him the the Euros. And 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 can we talk about Kane for a moment? I think, I think, uh, I think he was pretty much invisible the entire game. I mean, yeah, he, he was, wants to. Yeah. Uh, but he's I mean, the one who got the the goal. Play started in the second minute, right? It wasn't him. I mean, that's Shaw. That's, if you look at Shaw it, passed it to him. Shaw, Shaw started. Passed, yeah, Shaw. He passed he it to Kane. Kane to Trippier. Yeah. And Trippier ran down and boom. Crossed yeah, okay, fine. Boom. I mean, see, that was just a... a come on. A, but apart I mean, that from that, pretty, do you remember Kane pass, having... Right? Yeah, but do you... I'm saying apart from that one moment, yeah, do you remember yeah. Kane in the game? Like anything. Not, not really. Not really. Because he was more he was more falling yeah. back and trying to defend instead of attacking. Yeah, no. In, in the first half, as I mentioned, he kind of was taking Kaolini all around for a good old ride. Uh, like he kept making those runs at and Kaolini kept following him and he completely lost uh, like, you know, like, like his positional sense. But in the second half, I think Manchini got to him and said, listen, just shut, shut up and stay where you are. This game, and I'll make the changes to supplement to make sure that you're more protected. Um, but now, can we talk about pens? Can we talk about the the pens? And uh, and I know some of us don't want to talk about them, but I think it's yeah, it's essential. But, we yeah. we we do. Um, first, heroes and possible villains. I think I think the heroes for me, Pickford. I mean, number yeah. one would be Donnarumma, without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Number two would be Pickford. Yeah. I think number three Correct. for me, for me, would be Saka. I know it's controversial, but for a 19-year-old to step up and take the fifth penalty or the tenth penalty in the shootout, you have number to have one. some some level of cojones. Mm-hmm. And number four, I would put Maguire purely for the fact that I've never seen Maguire strike a ball that clean. I have that's probably the best penalty in the tournament. Like, did you? Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah, he, without he, he broke the right fucking camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top right corner camera hit. Camera is broken, it's not hit, it's broken. Yeah. They have broken to replace the camera yeah. in Wembley. Yeah, so, so, so this is the thing about the lineup though that uh, Gareth Southgate and when Jack Realist tweeted about saying that uh, I wanted to take a penalty, but uh, Southgate was the one deciding so. It wasn't up to Saka mm. or Grealish or Sterling or or anybody there. Like Southgate had already decided who will go and who will take the next. And uh, I think he should have not picked Saka. I think he should have picked someone more experienced. Yeah. I think the way they shot the penalty should have been in opposite order. I think Saka should have gone first. Yeah, I agree. Mm, you should have yeah, had Sancho. Kane would have come last. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then Kane, uh, you could have had Sancho. Then maybe one of Rashford maybe Magu- or Maguire. I think Maguire, Maguire third, and then, then Rashford, Rashford and, and Kane. Yeah, your yeah. your most experienced penalty takers in the end. That should. Have, I mean, Ronaldo literally takes the fifth penalty for the reason. It's not, and it's not just yeah. for the limelight. It's because he is there to win it for you. Like he. He's there to absorb the pressure. The and pressure, yeah. It's, it's, correct, it's correct. not rocket science. Messi I mean, that's the, the manager thing, right? Like, like, even if you look at the Chelsea Champions League 2012, Drogba takes the final penalty because yeah. your biggest man has to take the biggest weight. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. It's pretty simple. Why, why do you right? think Anelka missed the penalty at Moscow, but 
Anelka is your striker. He's your main man. He was. He will take your fifth penalty. Okay. Unfortunate that he missed it against Van der Sar, but like like no, I yeah. also mentioned, yeah. George Jorginho takes penalties takes fifth, fifth penalty. for a reason, right? Exactly because he's the best in the Italian squad to take it. And simple. It's just simple. It's not yeah. rocket. I don't know why Gareth. So like, yeah, you like, think? I yeah, know. I think he botched it. I think he botched. Yeah, yeah absolutely completely. botched. It. Completely botched. Yeah, even even if you go back to the night Chelsea lost the penalty shootout against United, it was it wasn't John Terry on the fifth pen. It was somebody else. I said uh, Anelka. I didn't say John Terry. It was Anelka on the fifth pen. Ter- Terry yeah, took the Anelka, fifth pen. Yeah. No, Anelka took the fifth pen. No, it went into sudden death, and that's when. So it's Terry to seal it, and then Terry misses, and then it goes to sudden death. Then Anderson takes it. And then Anelka misses, and so United Anelka wins. Said, oh, I thought Anelka took the first one. No, no, no. So John Terry moved the order around so he would take the last pen, and then he slipped, and the rest is history. But yeah, anyway, generally, yeah, and, but yeah, let's go back to Drogba. Yeah, generally, it, yeah. I think if Drogba was on the pitch, he got sent off in that game, right? Because of the, mm. the whole Tevez slapping incident. Um, you, like, look at like the. Not even the fifth pen, the fourth pen, and, and, and we spoke about this on the watch long yesterday. The fourth pen is the pressure pen because that's when you really like put um, the the one that Sancho took. It shouldn't have been Sancho. Yeah. I think I think Luke Shaw should have also been in line for a pen because uh, if you saw him in the Europa final, what a what a smash of a like like he that the guy can really hit the ball. I, and I'm surprised he wasn't put in the in, in the starting five. Rashford. <sighs> He changed his run-up. So, we've all... What known... was that run-up? He, he went yeah, straight really, down. Really, really Rashford's was pen was the run-up. Like, like, what, what like, was he thinking there? No, like... that's... that's So, we've, we've seen Rashford take a lot of pens. At least, he scored 17 penalties in his career. Um, yeah. That is not his run-up. He goes for power. And I said this. I said... He, he just uh, runs yeah. and shoots. And yes, Dude, no, the, the Paris the Paris penalty oh he just whacks God. the leather of the ball dude yeah. like just put your foot through the ball it's nobody stopping it it was just oh man I and, and he has that with him the power to you know yeah, he so that's the, the thing that's like, how he hits the free kick but but oh man uh, but it started with Rashford that whole collapse yeah no <laughs> three collapse. pens back and to then, back like yeah, all three. Yeah, three pen. yeah, but you start with Rashford, right? Mm. Till then, Italy were one pen down. Pickford had made a save. Uh, and I was like, oh shit, England might actually win the penalty. Shoot out. And then, then Rashford comes and then, then it just goes down. I think, I think Donnarumma got to him because Donnarumma is a bit of a giant. Like he's what, six foot yeah. five, six foot six. And uh, yeah. Donnarumma is such a chiller in life. He saves the last pen and he doesn't celebrate. He's just like, oh yeah. I was like, dude, was it a goal? Like, did he did he did he not save it? Do they have to take the pen again? Because he's not celebrating. He's not running nothing. He's just standing there like, yeah, I saved the fifth pen. Big deal. Like. <laughs> so you know, I feel you know, really bad for Pickford. If you go back and watch the, the Rashford pen, Rashford is basically trying to do a Jorginho or a Bruno, where he's trying to get the keeper to commit so he can put it in the opposite direction. Hmm. Donnarumma which, which did very well, which he did. Yes, but Donnarumma wait. So usually, what happens when they do that hop, skip, and jump? They're in a, in the air for a second, which, yeah. And by then, the keeper has has put his weight on one of his legs. Hmm. They look Correct. at which on which leg they put the weight, and then they hit it in the opposite direction. That's how usually Bruno or Jorginho take the pen. Correct. What Rashford Correct. didn't do was do that hop. And because yeah, he, he didn't, didn't do any that extra, yeah. yeah, no, but he still wrong side the keeper, right? Yeah, no, he sent the keeper the wrong way. But I tell you, he did send the keeper the wrong way. But because he didn't have that hop, he sorted that late, and that one second makes a lot of difference. Because the fact that these guys jump and by, when they're coming down, by the time they're coming down, the keepers already moved in one direction, so you can easily place it. And the thing with Rashford was because he doesn't do that hop, he then has to. Mm. He then has to force it one way, and because he had to force it, force it one way, he overcommitted to that one di- towards that the opposite direction. And because he overcommitted, it hits the post. Just go back and watch it. Look, I was like, look at yeah. his, I mean, his his, his Europa pen. His Europa pen was flawless. 
like he whacked the hell out of that ball yeah that's what i'm saying that's go what he's known for you're not known for that's this. why i said go back and watch this pen i was like why how could rashford miss a pen i could not Im- like the, i couldn't believe it that's why i was like only explainable watch it what happened the only explainable reason is he didn't have a feel of the ball because they brought him on at right back right like and yeah. generally yeah. if you had given him 25 minutes by then he would have been like okay I, i know what the weight of the ball is i know he hasn't played in like two games he hasn't played since ukraine i don't think he played against ukraine either so i think he came on for like five minutes or something mm-hmm. yeah, so the last five or seven minutes yeah it's just he i mean props to all everyone who stepped up because the ones who didn't step up i, I think uh, in 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 the colombia game it was vardy who said he didn't want to take the pen and now he's no longer in the squad um mm. but i still think i still think uh, luke shaw should have taken one of the pens because i, mm. I remember ole in one of the interviews said he's one of the best finishers in manchester united i still remember i think he said he's the second or third best finisher at manchester united yeah. i think we discussed this yesterday right on the watch along on the mm. on the watch i don't know if uh, yeah. i don't remember if you all did but Uh, he, I or, or somebody said it. Yeah. No, I we said. Oh, it I think maybe on the previous pod. Okay. No, no, on the watch now. Um. So, but I, I just think that he he should have taken. I mean, he should have taken one of the pens. Just wanted to, on a side note, just wanted to wish uh, him a very happy birthday. Because today, oh, yeah. on Monday, the twelfth of July is his birthday. That's got to be very sad. Yeah. Shabato Carlos. What a finish to it, poor guy. But, but I feel so... I feel really bad for Pickford. I felt really yeah, bad. Yeah, I mean, Pickford went and made that Jorginho save and yeah. gave England hope and to two minutes later just watch it die like it's really sad. Yeah, and you know sad. what and and George and Pickford does and you spoke about not moving. Jorginho attempts the hop skip and jump and then as he's coming down realizes Pickford hasn't moved. So he panics. Yeah. and then uh correct, pick, correct. and then pickford reads it because mm. unlike um see I, so bruno kind of switches it up right he'll go for either mm. he can t- take a pen without without the hop skip and jump and he'll whack it and he can take a pen with yeah. the hop skip and jump and score it but jorginho can't do both like he the hop skip and jump is very integral to what he does especially in in penalty shootouts and then pickford watches him doesn't move and when he uh, commits pickford gets to, gets to it and at that point i thought oh now grealish is going to come and take the fifth one and when saka yeah, came on said all of us thought grealish was coming um, yeah and as i was like, okay saka is coming on but saka has never taken a professional penalty in his life and i don't know why southgate did what he did because he i mean he missed he's missed a penalty himself he knows the abuse it triggers and i was talking to akshay about this before we um recorded the podcast yeah. uh, i feel we are not too far from a future where penalty shootouts will get scrapped not because of any not because of anything but just because of the inability to deal with the amount of abuse that comes in certain ways uh to to players of certain colors and and races because if you note like it puts them in it puts individuals in high pressure situations and unfairly so like it's got back in the day there wasn't as much access to these people but now with social media being where it's at and without any sort of rules and regulations to keep it in check and i don't see uh, you having to say like people have asked for uh, attaching official ids to your accounts i don't think that's going to happen because um there's going to be quite a few legal issues that crop up out of there but if the level of the, the if the abuse train continues the way it uh it's going in a couple of years maybe in about 10 to 12 years i don't see penalty shootouts being a part of the game anymore so how do you, do you think it's it yeah it's how do you like how, how they did how do you how do you how do you sort it then how I, how I, they did a one on one on the they keep playing the until somebody scores no i think no, it's no, going to be like a, what one on one didn't they didn't they have that in the mls Oh, the one watch. where the keeper charges you, and then you yeah. have to like. Yeah. But that, that, that still round. put pressure on the player, really. You know, that still put that still put pressure player. on the player, right? I mean, it doesn't uh, really change much, right? I think it ultimately comes down to like defending your box for a set period of time is what I is what I would think. Maybe mm-hmm. like put. But that again would be like you can't. Right, on that one it's player. like you look at 
look at basketball right like after uh, every foul or like if a foul maybe in the last dying seconds they tend to keep the ball uh, up the court right like mm. to to force uh, to force shots and oh. and and keep the game exciting maybe there is there is a way where i mean let, let's be honest sports the sports is going the american way the super league was born out of that idea um so i don't know i, I there is a, a, a very distinct possibility that pens might just like find their way out of the game in a couple of years i mean i, I don't know if i see that happening uh, i think that's just the byproduct of sport right it's mm-hmm. like in cricket that's if you drop the catch yeah like in in cricket if mm-hmm. you drop the catch or if you give a six of the last ball you are going to get abused that's just <laughs> that's just it i, I mean, mean it's sad you don't have to there's one thing you can do about it uh, ben i see i mean i get the racist point of view like i'm pretty sure the the fans would have got mad if harry kane missed the fifth penalty i'm, I'm not hmm. it's it's yeah, but, but they wouldn't have racially abused him would they they can't racially abuse him but they would have still exactly. abused him that that it's fine i mean see, see, i think when when, when opinion, you saw when, abusing is something different and racially abusing somebody is another thing right yeah yeah so like, we, look i am not i am not standing for it let me make that point clear because yeah. i yeah, yeah i thought like, yeah. they have literally destroyed a mural of marcus rashford in manchester yeah which, which after all he's done for that city for the greater manchester area i mean the fact that they just because he missed one professional penalty yeah. i mean whatever good he's done for the for the city for the county for the country like just goes down the drain like what the hell like do these no but, but did you see what sort of... but, but did you see how they rectified that uh they they went and put stickers saying brother leader uh, inspiration on the mm. like they they covered up the graffiti and this and the and the yeah. and, and the city generally went and Uh, covered up the the hate with oh, with messages of support that, that was it was it was really lovely like but so i mean dude, the three the three guys in the end who took it their age respectively was 23 21 and 19 yeah. average age of 21 taking the three yeah. most crucial penalties in the final like think about it these guys, i mean and there are people who are like who probably vandalized it have probably achieved nothing in their lives They're probably in their late 30s early yeah. 40s whatever and these if, these guys yeah. are a bunch of 21 year olds 20 who are with an average age of 21 taking like crucial penalties for the country and these guys don't seem yeah. to understand the significance yeah, they don't they don't respect i mean players i guess what rashford did last year put to, i mean we we all get really caught up in the tribalism of football or just for like oh this our club this our club that our players this our players that he did what <laughs> like you, when you realize to the extent of what he's done he's changed lives of children like he made sure children didn't go hungry everyone talks yeah. about having all the money in the world and just and like get world peace you know you look at beauty pageants what is the one thing you would do with the money all the money in the world i would i would achieve world peace he did i mean he he did some he shamed yeah. the government into acting like him try attempting something similar on that scale here would have been hilariously bad like i can't even think about what would have mm-hmm. happened but to have if rashford had attempted something like this in india can you just imagine what would have uh, uh, yeah exactly my point so yeah yeah but for him to have had that that impact on uh, on that society in general obviously yes his football has suffered but that's not because of his work off the field it's because he's been carrying injuries through the season mm. i am personally completely okay with him not being in the squad for the next 4 to 5 months cuz he let him go get his surgery apparently uh, they are looking at uh, stem cells as well cuz it's it's quite um, wow. th- that shoulder has been is quite problematic so oh man yeah so i i, I don't yeah. want to see him near the squad for at least 5 months marcel's yeah, marcel's had a full that... pre-season let him stick stick him on the left and uh we will see where that goes and sancho's coming in now yeah greenwood down the middle and greenwood as a backup i guess now or greenwood and cavani down the middle but i'm i mean props to the english national side dude i just feel probably the most likable english team in my lifetime 
I just feel there's in, mm-hmm. there is no player in that team I dislike. Maybe I didn't like I mean, Henderson as much, but that was probably Henderson. my. I was about to say yeah. Henderson. Yeah, I mean, I was about to say. Him. But, but then after, I mean, can we? Can but, we but I guess you need Italian him. Team for a bit. Can we speak about the Italian yeah. team for a bit? Yeah, let's do it. Oh. I feel like they 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 deserve at least a five minute talk on on the channel just for. They're the they're the, the best team. And they were the yeah, best team from start to finish. Yeah. They are hands down the best team in the tournament. Yeah, yeah. You could argue Spain played better football than them, and I think Spain deserved to go through in that game. The one. uh and but barring that i i just feel in terms of commitment in in terms of their uh their you know their um, desire their 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 teamwork their manager their fucking suits everything was absolute perfection i i feel like in a lot of ways they're like the they're the anti france like do they those are these guys these guys are like they die for each other kind of kind of team spirit right and mm-hmm. you see the pride with which they they sing for the italian national anthem man and just how they back each other up and all of that right? and there's no italian like big air yeah, yeah italian passion also i think something else two facts can i i know akshay is the fact guy but can i just mm-hmm. say two facts yeah, i'll, I'll pass on the jewel to you for, for today this is, Kelini and Bonucci have not lost a match since 2015 as long as they've started as a center back pairing. Wow. Let's wow. just think about it. They have Six not lost a game for Italy since 2015 when they have started as a center back pairing. So they've not lost a game for 6 years. Okay, and the Man. second fact uh that I I the one to share wait I I lost it but uh Uh, but when it comes back to me i'll tell you but there was one more fact i wanted to share also i have anyway, the go on akshay uh donnarumma has not conceded more than a goal in any of the games that he uh, started as a keeper and yeah yeah that's the one that's the one yeah, oh, yeah? you're right okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that was the one he has conceded more than one goal uh, yeah you're right yeah in all of his 23 games that he's played for england uh, for italy correct Oh, huh, but I think you know as much as we talk about Rashford's contribution to society in general, we we forget when COVID first hit, how badly Italy got whacked, um, especially the uh, oh, yeah. the area the area around Bergamo, around Milan. Mm-hmm. That that was the first like European uh, uh, situation Hot where spot, it, right? yeah, yeah it, where it went completely yeah, out of control, right? Yeah. Like it like they it, it crashed the healthcare system. Yeah, I just I just remember it being like pure pure fucking chaos, and and at least the Italians also have found something to celebrate. Um, but the one thing that I'm pretty pissed off about, apart from the result, obviously, was was the behavior of the fans. So now, oh yeah, yeah. So for for a while, the general glee associated with this result is not because of the national team. It's because obviously the monarchy, this history, especially with regards to Scotland and Ireland. Mm. as well as but oh, the overarching narrative is that the fans are assholes and you can't and after what happened yesterday you can't help but yeah. disagree with the fact you can't disagree with it it's just like you, the what happened on Wembley Vale and there were videos several videos there 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 are videos of grown men kicking children and uh, obviously well, you I saw I think the fans the fans are the are, are the antithesis of the team exactly Yeah. yeah, very well said. Uh, Akshay had um, Akshay had family yeah. who, were, who was on the train, and they were, the... were luckily not attacked because they were all brown, you know. Yeah, oh. because of their brown skin. Yeah, you know, you know what, you know what's what's the most damning? Because, because he sort of doesn't look too too Indian. He looks more more British, but yeah. You know what the, guess, most da- but, the, the, but the most really damn disappointing. The moment England lost that game, the moment England lost that game, what I what I started seeing on my Twitter timeline was uh, helplines for domestic abuse, mm-hmm. and like basically like okay numbers they would basically numbers were being retweeted for domestic abuse in case there's a situation of domestic abuse, 
this is uh, call this number call this number call this number and that's just the culture that oh. exists what yeah like literally people started like as soon as england lost i flipped through twitter and the first few links i saw were if you if you are about if you feel you're going to be harassed tonight or abused tonight please call this number that's yeah, really insane honestly yeah yeah no words at all oh man i mean and i think that's probably that, that's the curse right that's the curse that the fan that the national team carry with them is just that fans don't know how to behave <laughs> there were some mm-hmm. amusing sides i mean obviously there was a, there was a dude who put a flare up his ass just cause you know <laughs> and uh, there was a guy dancing completely in the nude and it was just pretty stuff like that's hilarious but there were people vandalizing shit throwing bottles everywhere it's just a very nasty fan base and i have like apparently in 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 lead somewhere they attacked a pasta player just just for no reason like, i wouldn't be surprised angry. yeah yeah alcohol dude i mean if, if some people just can't handle their drink unfortunately they're all funneled into one nation Yeah. In Newcastle, they attacked attacked Jamie Oliver's, uh, which is supposed to be Italian, but he's British. So I don't even understand what the logic is. This is like uh, that. This is the time like where there were some BJP supporters in Bangalore who were burning an effigy of uh, Xi Jinping, but it was actually Kim Jong Un. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so there's that. Yeah. Uh, There's no logic anyway. being used in these things. Yeah, but just... at the end of the day, yeah, I mean the fans suck. I know, but uh, I mean I know England lost the final, but I feel like uh, this new golden generation has been born. Like this Euro has forged the new golden generation that's going to that's going to challenge for titles for sure. I, I feel uh, and it yeah. it comes after. uh after kane gets dropped because right now like especially in terms of, i feel there's a system that will come into play but right now it's it's a system where you can't drop kane right because kane is this um goal goal machine will absolute monster up front i i feel when his star starts to wane maybe i don't think i don't see them doing well in the 2022 world cup and i spoke about this because they are notoriously bad travelers <clears throat> and let's just and i and i and i've spoken to you guys about this saying is it above sea level or below sea level because they went to south america and they suffered well what is the sea level thing so you at a at a particular height especially if you're english you have oh. issues with breathing okay Mm, so i mean um, that if you give them time to acclimatize everybody will acclimatize no but i think they need just thing. like a week to acclimatize yeah that's what like acclimatize yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean all these other factors can be there i just think that uh the amount of talent that's there in this english squad uh maybe hopefully gareth southgate learns or some of the manager comes but somebody needs to use this talent well and i'm sure like it's a title winning team like it's absolutely a title winning team so normally i don't agree with richard keys uh, but he did throw a name out there which i think would do wonders to this squad sid do you know what i'm talking about i think i do just say the name No, it's it's a old, it's a retired man, not a retired manager. He's a manager that that's no longer working as a manager, but he's working as a member of the board and in at, at FIFA, trying to change the game for the better. Arsene Wenger. Yeah. So, I I feel you give Wenger that national team. two things happen one england wins something 
and two Wenger gets to go go on go off on a high that he truly deserves. England will definitely finish in the semis because top four and all that. Hmm. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I miss Wenger, dude. I miss his. We lacked a little bit. <laughs> yeah. We lacked a little bit quality. <laughs> uh, speaking oh, of lacking of quality, can we speak about that bloody Copa America final game? No, no I want you oh, to yeah. tell us why. What happened? Why were you up at five in the yeah. morning? Oh yeah, yeah please, I mean, please it, was, it was for personal reasons because uh, Ankit right. had just had surgery. Oh man, so. Uh, yeah, so I was, oh. I mean, I was up helping her and stuff. So anyway, I was up. So I thought, okay, might as well just watch the game. And and I started watching it. Honestly, one of the most pathetic final games I've ever watched. I, I Honestly, I, I mean, and I'm not exaggerating here. The United versus Villarreal final was a lot better than this one. And that is saying something about this final that had arguably... Two out of the three best players in the world playing uh, mm. a final, mm-hmm. and I'm, so it, dude, it was it was one of it was a derby game, no doubt about it. But it was this dirty derby game where they're just fouling each other, con- constantly fouling, fouling, slight tackle here, slight tackle there, pull him, push him, elbow him, dude. It was such a hard watch, man. And and that was like five thirty in the morning. I haven't slept the entire night. It's it was a real and I mean do I, I know Doth said yesterday on the watch along that his dad woke up to watch it. My dad woke up to watch it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And dude, like my dad was cursing. He's like, I don't know why I woke up at 5 30 in the morning to watch that <laughs> shit show. Because there were what 10, was, 10 yellow cards or something. There were 11 yeah. yellow cards and some 42 fouls or something. Just think about it. That's like insane. Basically, that's yeah. one foul every two minutes. <laughs> And, and Messi had a shit game, right? And Messi had a... Like, Messi and Kane, literally, you would argue that they were the two best players in that particular... In, in their respective fixtures, were completely invisible. Messi had a clear chance and he fluffed his uh, fluffed his lines. And, mm. and honestly, trust me, that game should have gone to pens if not for a mistake by the Brazilian left-back. It should have... Definitely gone to pens because nobody had a clear-cut chance at goal. Hmm. How how are you going to have a chance? Because every three minutes they have to stop, they have to stop the ball yeah. and kick it and 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 then restart again. So it was a horrible watch. But you know what? I am I am a self-confessed Ronaldo fan, but I'm really glad Messi won it in the end because that was just that was just that one elusive title that he. Uh, or rather, the international title that was missing in his CV, mm. which he now has, and and to top it all, Ronaldo won the same. Uh, Ronaldo won his first international trophy on the same day five years ago. So, and oh, incidentally, yeah, exactly. the date is talk, talk about two games. Inc- right. Incidentally, yeah, 10, the date is ten yeah. seven. Messi is ten, Ronaldo is seven, oh, and they wow. won it on the exact same day. So, oh my gosh, that was. Poetic um, sort of. Uh, wow! Wow! Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's. Uh, I I don't know if it's ironic or poetic, but uh, you've seen like Messi like run tirelessly in the finals and not able to win it for his team Argentina. Uh, and the one final where he has a shit final, uh, they win it. And even Ronaldo in his last he game, a, he, he didn't even play in the finals. Yeah, he didn't even play in the yeah. final. Um, which goes to show that football is a team game. Like You can carry them, but in the end, your team has to perform with you and win it yeah. with you. Like, And, and that, no that, that was what both both there's, those guys learned, I guess. There's never been... In a team sport, I have never seen... I have never seen... Personally, I've never seen one man being able to win it. Because I, I, I know we're no a football partner podcast, but I'll go back to this one season in RCV where Virat Kohli mm. literally scored a thousand runs Oh yeah, in one that season was of an IPL and correct, correct. he fell short in the finals. I mean, however good a player you are, there it is in a it's team sport, the, the team, team yeah. has to, yeah, you the team has to perform. Yeah. Uh, an individual cannot 
carry you the yeah. entire tournament it's impossible and and it's honestly not, the best no. part of that uh, just just to finish the point i think the best no. part, best part of that game when the final whistle blew is messi was on his knees with emotions and every single argentine player manager everybody ran to him because they knew how much that meant to him he's retired yeah. twice or thrice because he's lost the copa three times in the in the finals so yeah. the fact that yeah. he won it everybody ran to him i think that was a really sweet moment not just for for argentinian fans all around but just for messi himself and his family yeah i, I mean yeah. he's literally the reason why they got to all those finals yeah. uh including this one he's the reason why they got to this one as well and the team didn't carry him all those times and this time they did so it was like and they owed to him it was like the sachin moment with india exactly, right? exactly what i was about to say yeah 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 exactly yes. yeah. so the 2011 yeah. world cup they carried him and they said he's carried us all these years this time we returned the favor yeah Uh, I think that was Virat who carried him from mistake. With no I yeah, have Virat and, and like a, a I mean the whole team carried him right. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the one Virat said Virat said that statement. Yeah. Statement, yeah. Uh, so I mean but it's I'm happy for Messi because at least his Argentine 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 legacy is now there, there is something to talk like to talk about because the fans don't the uh, the Barca fans love him obviously like Yeah. the world around mm-hmm. he has recognition but for argentina he's still a rung below maradona because he hasn't won them the elusive world cup right mm-hmm. so correct correct that is there was a very funny meme that going around and saying like messi out of contract barcelona wins the tournament <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, coincidence i think not <laughs> <laughs> but on the day Messi won his Copa America or rather the day before the day after Ronaldo was confirmed as the golden boot winner at the Euros and which, yeah which means Akshay uh, my prediction was right and you guys were all in on that by Akshay literally uh, the three of us have to buy Akshay dinner and uh, i and of course don't, don't i am old, i i am more drinks for golden who are not old please <laughs> yeah, we, did, we did not bet anything on i went back and listened to the podcast we did not bet anything for the golden glove it was, was taken for was taken for like granted that i would we obviously going to give the golden glove winner something i want my drinks yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no let's just give him a glove dude i'm going to go to rakha sports tomorrow i'll buy you a glove <laughs> No, Akshay is actually giving me goalkeeper gloves. Was it you? It was you, right? Yeah, I have. It was me. It was me. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Akshay gave me a, a squad, a squaddy party, and he gave me golden gloves for Christmas one year. Yeah, and I think a, gloves are gold. One of those French shirts, if I'm not mistaken. It says uh, you've got a moo point. Yeah. Like a moo because of a yeah. moo. Oh gosh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys would like to add? Because let's wrap this up. I think I think we are all gassed out of uh, football. Yeah, for, we for just gassed out of our. I mean, as, we as much as players are gassed out of India. Yeah. Okay. I, I yeah, guess guys. we'll see you back on yeah. August tenth. I guess when when does the yeah. prem start? Seventeen. Yeah, that weekend. Yeah. That that, that weekend, right? Yeah, so yeah I think a week before before the start, right? possibly maybe if we, there's some interesting transfers we can do one in between maybe yeah we'll probably do like i think on august 1st i think we'll probably do like a transfer situation uh, round up at especially the confirmed ones i think before the season starts i'd like to like uh, i on i think we'll probably start the day after the community shield end, uh, ends right so i think mm-hmm. let the community shield wrap up we'll discuss that and then we'll discuss up title predictions as well as we'll basically go through our predictions for the season that is going to be a lot of fun title and top 4 title top 4 mm-hmm. i think we'll that considering we're back that week we might just have two podcasts one on the title top 4 relegation mm-hmm. the the entire table and one specifically dedicated to fpl because that we might just do live because uh, that i think that'll be a lot more fun uh, and i i know tushar doesn't i, I don't know, are you playing this year or are you not playing this year He's playing, but he he's not playing. <laughs> Do you know what, George? Yeah. Let's. Why don't you log in and we'll 
the three of us will will pick your team every week. How about that? Yeah, we'll use yeah, his well, team. Collectively, we'll, we'll use his team as some FPL experiment. For the FPL, yeah, for an FPL. You can use my team as a knee-jerk reaction, like, oh, you missed the penalty, take him off. This guy looks amazing in this one game, put him on and then... No, because the three of us can't register two teams, so you're the only one who can. Yeah, done, done. On our behalf. Yeah, let's do that. That's a good idea. And on that note, we are off for the season. We are off for a much-deserved break. Oh, we, you, you, you can cheers, guys. Yeah, Catch cheers, everyone. You can still hear yeah, us. You were like Arsenal start at the top of the table <laughs> purely because of <laughs> alphabetic reasons, nothing else. Yeah. You know what? Maybe maybe we'll do a small small stints on our Instagram page. Do give us a follow there. Yeah, please. Like yeah, we really need some Insta followers. Akshay has been slacking yeah. on our Insta game. Yeah, I've been a bit on and off. <laughs> Need to get and back to it. Those of you are on Twitter, we are on Twitter as well. And Abhin and me pretty much engage a lot on Twitter. So, so yeah, just follow us. Say things because I I will be I will be on Twitter cracking jokes, as per <laughs> usual, which nobody responds to as per usual. There's a reason. There's a reason for that, you know, Abhin. Uh, that yeah. does not de- deter my belief. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, I think, guys. Cheers. Yeah. I think now the podcast has ended. We, we we can all meet. And I feel at some point we should. <laughs> yeah, that's... Yeah, my, my dinner is still pending, right? So, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll end <laughs> How about this? <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> Sorry? How about this? We come to your house and pay for your dinner in your house. That doesn't count. Sorry. <laughs> but there's a curfew at home. Ah, I see. Dinner, dinner curfew. <laughs> okay, I think that's a wrap. Uh, we'll catch you on the in the next one in a month or so. Take care. Cheers. Bye.